What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Angie Q, on the Angie Q Podcast. This is episode 10, and it's called The Holiday Process. Listen, I have a special guest. He is a Eastern North Carolina native who's definitely doing his big thing. You know, we, we got connected because it's small town energy, right? So you just know somebody that knows somebody who knows somebody. So this is Dominique Holiday. Dominique, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so give us a little bit of a, a background on who you are, where are you from, and who is Dominique? So who am I? So I guess I could start from my town, which is very small. Um, I'm from Aurora, North Carolina. Um, a lot of people don't know what that is. Or what that is. <laughs> he said what that is. <laughs> so they're known for the mine, Nutrient. It used to be called Texas Gulf. Okay. Um, I think before that, or after that, it was called um, PCS. Gotcha. They changed the name to Nutrient um, recently, maybe like five years ago. So I started there. I played basketball my whole life. Okay, same. Pam- yeah, Pamlico County High School is where I graduated from, but I went to Southside High School originally. Transferred their arrival, so it was a little friction Yeah. Um, from what I can remember. I mean, I've been out of school for a while now. I'm going on 32. Yeah, so. same. <laughs> yeah, so so getting, getting into it, uh, joining Navy, uh, Navy Reserves Commission Unit. So I was always out leaving the Navy after my deployment to Afghanistan. Wow, thank you for your service. Thank you. Um, it was a pleasure. So 2019 to 2020 came home of course a lot of people don't feel like the war was going on mm. but it was it was uh it was hard being there the war didn't really end until when donald trump came there and signed a peace treaty to, with the uh, taliban um that was one wow. thing that i can say that president trump did that helped us all out so yeah. that sped up the process of coming home but again covid hit so i was stuck there yeah <laughs> so i was stuck there um came home had a, a few business ventures that I dabbled in, um, detail, car detailing, didn't like that. I also have a nonprofit called Cool Kids with my brother, um, Demarcus Howell. Started that way back when, when I was playing basketball. Yeah. But um, going forward, so the Navy, they, they put some things into me, um, work ethic. Um, I probably got three hours of sleep a day. Wow. For 10 months straight. Jeez, <laughs> while you were out there. 10 months straight, three hours of sleep a day. So get up at five go to the gym go to work help another brother out at his job on call from 11 to 2 and get up and do it again every day wow um they made sure that i had that work after coming home so like i said i did a few business ventures the car detailing didn't like that um invested into something that i am doing now paid about twenty five hundred dollars maybe two thousand twenty five hundred dollars to um get some training training in um, what Scrum. So Scrum. Scrum. Being a scrum master. Sounds funny, but it makes a lot of money. That's yeah. oh that's like well, see I got bars. Sounds bars, funny, but bars. makes a lot of money. Uh, so what is Scrum? So Scrum is just a framework under the agile methodology. Okay. So we're solely into not solely, but we dabble into um software development. Gotcha. So we help develop software by using this process. Okay. So the process is iterative improvements in learning so instead of breaking things down over a time and not getting feedback from the customer we break it down and show the customer Mm -hmm. so whoever needs the software built they come to what we call review and demo okay that review and demo we get feedback from the customer and they say yes we like that let's go forward with the next stage 
now if they do say can we fix this now their money is not going to waste gotcha. so we could fix it immediately and continuous improvement that's what we live off of so customer satisfaction is the number one rule in agile principles so we always want to satisfy the customer if they want things added we make a way for it to get added if they want things taken away we take it away okay so in any business that should be your approach to satisfy the customer so that's why it's so great that's awesome so you did training in that specifically um once those other ventures didn't work out yeah <laughs> yeah i wouldn't say they were failed but it was just just lo- you lost interest yeah it was the people um like i couldn't be there doing the job i mm. wanted to invest in something but i wanted to make residual income but i didn't like detailing cars i didn't want to learn how to do it yeah i did training uh i like working out but i don't like training people yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did that and um you know my wife kind of gave me a big push jordan holiday now it was mm-hmm. jordan davis <laughs> but now it's shout out uh, to wifey shout out um that's why i had to give her the shout out right now <laughs> so <laughs> So Jordan Holiday, um, at the time her name was Davis. So she moved from Philadelphia the same time I was coming back from Afghanistan. Wow. Yeah. So I asked her out on a date. Changed forever. And we were together every day Aww. since then. That's so, awesome. Um, we later got married. Now we have uh, an eight month year, uh, eighth Aww. month old, and uh, yeah. and my oldest son is Cameron, ten. So that's why really I joined the Navy because of him. I yeah. needed stability. I needed. Um, a job because yeah. I didn't have any skills. I played basketball my whole life. Yeah. So um, going forward from that, you know, my wife pushed me. She motivated me. She made sure that I was always taken care of, not from a financial uh, space, but from a mental space because mm. I needed that at that time. Yep. Coming from Afghanistan, I had a lot of problems coming home. I was numb to a lot of things, mm. and she she basically told me like, if you want to be with me. We got to get this fixed. So I was like, I don't want to lose it. So wow. that's what Let me tell you, love could change a lot, man. Love inspires a lot. It can change a lot. It can motivate. It can inspire. Like I said, man, that's beautiful. So so Jordan was uh, was definitely key when it came to just the transformation of you, like, really leveling up. Yeah, she was the pushing um, factor. Yeah. So I was making 60000 with the Navy, active duty. Okay. And I don't think I made over let's say a little under 500,000 in the last 200 these last two years wow so that's a blessing man you know with coming from aurora north carolina <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know i don't like to throw numbers out because i'm, I'm not much of a booster of yeah. like, money you know i'm just i work hard I, and that's the reality of the situation like let, let, let's let's definitely like clear that up mm-hmm. you know when it comes to throwing those numbers you're putting that intel you're breaking it down of the reality of the situation you were in the military which was it brought stability it was a blessing for you and your son when you needed it um and then now you know you just found a trade you found a uh what's not not a trade but you found a, a skill a skill that that is needed it's in high demand mm-hmm. and you not only studied it but you excelled in it you you like made it perfect to where now you're just like doing your thing and you're you're reaping the the benefits yeah i felt like it was my calling um coming from a basketball basketball background i was the point guard um 
I wasn't really that vocal. Yeah. But I was one to bring the best out of everyone. Yeah. Even if that was like, it's a the mamba mentality. Mm-hmm. I was going to push you. I was going to make sure that you did what you were supposed to do. But I was also that voice to, you know, be there when you needed it. Mm. So if you needed someone to pick you up off the ground, I was the first one there. If yeah. you needed someone to say, let's keep going, you could do it. I was the one to do it. And yeah. as a scrum master, you have to do that with your team. Yeah. You have to make sure that your team is motivated to a point where they feel like they could do anything. So when they feel like they can do anything, they're going to try to do as much as possible. Yeah. But I am the manager of the process, so I have to make sure that we're not overcommitting. Mm. Because once you overcommit, your you value You got to deliver, goes too. Yeah. So your value may go down. It's like people say American cars versus German cars to make or iPhones versus phones that's made here you know mm-hmm. um the chinese and the um german people let's say foreigners mm-hmm. so they take their time making things and they don't push it out as quickly but the quality is way better because they're they're producing as much value as possible yeah so now that we have this process here in america we could do that with anything and a lot of people think it's just software but you could do that with any business that you're you're operating under because you don't have to do scrum you could do kanban so that's another method of working and making sure things are committed to and the completed that you commit that you're committing to so now just to clarify this to uh dominique you you didn't go to college specifically studying software technology or anything like that. No. So I went to college for business management. Okay. Didn't graduate. <laughs> oh. I did not graduate. I, um, you know, That's I came right. home. So my transition was I was playing college basketball. I was going to from a D2 to a D1. I had my son, my oldest son. Mm-hmm. So um, my family didn't have a lot of money at that time. So I had to come home and work. Yeah. So during that time, um, working and trying to figure things out, trying to f- figure my niche, see what I, what am I good at? Because yeah. only thing I know that I'm good at is basketball, but it's not a job unless you're making, you know, like you're playing in the yeah. NBA or G Overseas, League, you know, yeah. uh-huh. So I had to figure it out. And in that process of figuring it out, I got fired. Wow. <laughs> I got fired because I told my job, I'm not going to put the, the job name yeah, out yeah. there, but I told my job that I was considering going into the Navy. Two weeks later, I was done. I only had two months of income saved up. So I went back to the recruiting office. I said, what do you have? They said, you could leave in two months. I said, give me that. Wow. So your life literally changed like drastically in a matter of two months. Drastically. It was was crazy. Um, And you have a little one. Like I can't imagine the pressure, especially me being a new mom. So like every time somebody shares their story, I always try to imagine like if I was in their situation. So the amount of pressure and anxiety you must have felt during that time. Yeah, because I've never been away. I've never been away for more than a day or two from my oldest son. Yeah. So, you know, from the time that he was born to the time that I left, I was always with him. Yeah. And then leaving and being in boot camp for two months and thinking I'm going to come home because I'm in the reserves. Wow. Um, but I wasn't. I got shipped to San Diego for eight more months. Jeez. Not knowing that I was going to get shipped there until after boot camp. So um, I didn't know what to do. I was I was having like panic attacks. Um, separation anxiety was at an all time high. I can only imagine. I wanted to get back to my son, but I knew that 
I had to stick to the process. I had Bigger to picture. make sure that he was good and that was going to make sure um, I was good. Like He's going to push me. Until I met my wife, that was the only thing pushing me. Yeah. So I was okay as a dad, but as a man, I wasn't there yet. But my wife did that. Wow. She made me a man. Yeah. <laughs> we pull it out of you guys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful, but um, and and so so you served. You said you actually went to Afghanistan as well. Yeah, so <laughs> I went to Afghanistan. Um, it was just my time to go. Um, yeah. It was my time to be deployed. I didn't know where I was going at first. I thought I was going to Dubai. <laughs> I was like, Dubai. Yeah, all excited. Yeah, I'm gonna get, <laughs> I'm gonna get this money. <laughs> I'm gonna live a little bit. Um, no, I didn't go to Dubai. <laughs> I did not go to Dubai. Flash. <laughs> This is the reality. And I was like, hey, uh, I was at work. I was like, hey, when I when am I supposed to leave? My chief call. All like, excited. It's like, hey, you look excited there. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to go. He said, like, you're going to Afghanistan. I was like, Whoa. oh, dang. So I'm going to Afghanistan. I said, I signed up for uh, Dubai. He said, well, your job is going to Afghanistan because yeah. my job was um, to support special operations. Gotcha. So I was attached to SEALs, uh, Rangers. Wow. People like that So I can't yeah. put the name out What you know The groups Understood yeah The groups that I was attached to But I met a lot of good people Some of my majors Which I'm not I was in the Navy So we wouldn't call it majors But I was attached to an army Yeah They wanted me to become an officer Because I was I went there as a E E4 Okay But I was The job I was doing Was a chief job Wow A chief and a An E5 job So no, a chief and an E6, excuse me. So the job I was doing, but I was doing a two-person job. That's why I worked so many hours. Yeah. So I was doing the paperwork and I was doing the field work. Wow. And they were like, you know, you should be an officer. Like your work ethic. Like if you didn't have a rank on, I would think that you were an officer. Yeah. The way you carry yourself. Yeah. And they spoke volumes to me. I so. love it. Let's pause real quick. The same qualities that you had as an athlete, as a basketball player, the majority of your life. You hit this transition where you're like, man, like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I want to be happy, whatever I'm doing. Those qualities literally just rolled over into the military. You showed out with those same qualities from basketball in the military. And then now it's what's literally propelling you with your success right now within your, your business. Yeah. And it, it, I think it propels me with everything. My business, my, um, my relationship with my kids. My relationship with my wife, my relationship with my family. So, like I said, it's it's just a process, and I, I fell in love with the process. I don't get discouraged by um, downs. I get motivated. Yeah. So if I I hit a wall, I'm like, okay, it's time to time to put put your big boy pants on. Let's let's keep let's get going. So so what is that process, Dominique? So my process is just whatever is thrown at you, and this is agile as well. Yeah. So. That's another reason I fell in love with it because it's like no matter what's thrown at you, it's a, it's a problem that is able to be resolved. So you have to find problems to resolve the issue. Gotcha. If you never find the problem, it's always going to sit there. So if you run away from it, what's going to happen? You're going to yeah. have to face it one day. So instead of running away, we figure it out. We figure the process and we work hard. We stick to it. And I, I preach this to my household, my wife, my kids. If you want to be successful in life, once the, you know somebody might like throw anything at you, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna duck and stop, or are you gonna dodge it and keep going? 
and they grab whatever they're throwing. And now you're past that. And now it's always going to be a problem. There's always going to be a situation that you got to figure out. And that's what I adapted my mind to. Shout out to Psycho Cybernetics as well. That's a great read. Yeah. Um, by David Maltz. Okay. So you like reading too. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. And so what would you say, like, what, what fuels that? What fueled you, like, having that mentality and that process, like, that way of thinking? I think growing up, seeing the things that I saw, I didn't have a, a really rough life, but I made my life harder than it had to be. Mm. So that's deep right there. My mom, she worked a lot. My grandma worked a lot. We all stayed in one house, one, like I was telling you earlier, one bed, one bathroom, not say bedroom. So we made bedrooms. Yeah. So we put a wall up. Humble into beginnings. A, <laughs> into a, a living room. We put a wall up in a dining room. And it was, the house was a mess. We couldn't take a bath, a shower, should I say, because the, the tub was a little rusty. Mm. So I had to take baths. Um, a lot of people didn't know my situation, but, you know, I kept, that was between my family and myself until yeah. now. And now we're all in a better situation. Thank so, God. Um, like, I just told my mom to stop working. Wow. So Recently? I, yeah, so <gasps> that's amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, so my mom works for me per se. So yeah. she does whatever she was going to do, but I just give her money every week. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's a blessing though. Yeah. To be able to say that, man, you see those videos all the time on social media, like buying parents the house or, <laughs> but to be able to retire your parent, you yeah, know, like I'm, that's I'm, the I'm goal. Not, I'm not there yet. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not retiring. We're working yet. on it, yeah, mom. We're, We're working, working on it. it. Yeah. Once I get to, yeah, give me a year. Give yeah. me a year and she, she can sit down and just watch the kids. Yeah. So that's amazing. So now you have your own company. We have the Holidays, like Holiday Systems Inc. Mm-hmm. Explain to me what that is and, and what you've been working on. Because it almost sounds like everything that you've been through, all the qualities that you possess you pretty much made it now your own and you put your stamped on it so yeah so um holiday systems inc is a it staffing and consulting company but we can take on direct contracts either with the government or commercial so okay. we can build your 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 software implement roadmaps anything that you need consult on projects but also i do training for scrum masters for right now for someone who would want to become a scrum master yes you pretty much give them like a breakdown yeah so i give them the fundamentals um i also if you decide to join my advanced sessions then i'll pay for your course and i'll stick with you and i'll make sure you get a job so that's big i'm just trying to give back to the community trying to bring this to greenville and surrounding areas because raleigh they got it yeah charlotte they have it for sure Atlanta, Orlando, everyone. Uh huh. We're behind. We're we're a long way behind. Agile process around here isn't implemented as much as it should be. I know some companies here are using it. Yeah. But we need to spread the word, and that's what I'm trying to do. Gotcha. So, like I said, it's a IT staffing and consulting company. So I find the best talent globally, and I staff them with the best companies, like I am. Yeah. So I work for. Uh, I've worked for a couple different companies, a few. Should I say few different? Yeah, companies. some big companies. When yeah. we were speaking before, yeah, big big companies, Fortune five hundred companies. Yeah, and I've helped them grow. I helped them scale, and um, I just we didn't end on a bad note. It was just my time to do something else. Move forward, do your own do. thing, do your right. own lane. Right. 
man so 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 you're telling me see i love this i always love like the underdog stories like i feed off of that that motivates me like just hearing your story alone you're coming from a small town in in eastern north carolina right and and you took the skills obviously we share that in common was basketball so i already know like anybody that plays ball as some type of sport you always have like that natural like sense of discipline and that sense of like hunger and that grit because mm-hmm. um, that just comes with the nature of being competitive and, and being passionate about something right like when ball is life ball was life ball right is life. for real <laughs> um so i get it and i love that you use that that foundation mm-hmm. and and didn't leave you know you didn't let the odds against you coming from you know the situation that you were in at no fault of your own but i love that you said like man i made life harder for me you know than it than it should have been yeah i said some things some decisions Decisions that I made And my mom Can attest to this Like yeah. Why are you doing that And I'm like Well I can't say And I'm not using this As an excuse I don't believe in excuses So My dad passing away At 12 uh, When tough. I was 12 My dad passed away um, He was shot At a nightclub um, And then Sorry. It was just I, I didn't know What to do Cause Like My dad was locked up For majority of my life mm-hmm. in and out of prison and that was the only thing that i held on to like i'm waiting for my dad i'm waiting for my dad oh my gosh and, and at 12 years old that's like your dad's your world yeah that's my world and but my mom was doing everything and i didn't realize that until like i got older yeah and that's why she doesn't work now but my that was me i'm like my dad my dad my dad he come home now he's not here what do i have to look forward to yeah and you know other things happen um i had few years later my um my grandmother passed away and then my other grandmother passed away and then my um my cousin he passed away um wow. and then the person that helped me get through that and every other situation was he was more of a father figure than my dad was my uncle um porter vincent um he died at the job that i was working at wow so he had a massive heart attack um Man, D, so just a lot of loss. Yeah, and that was right before I got, well, I, I wouldn't say right before, but a year or two in the process of me going to Afghanistan. Wow. So, you know, I had a lot of things that happened, but my my uncle always told me, just because you're hurting, that doesn't mean the world stops. So what you going to do? Yeah. And that stayed with me because he wasn't here anymore to give me that those words of encouragement. Yeah. So now that's a part of my process. I might be hurt. I'm gonna fix it, and I'm gonna keep going, and then I'm gonna make all of them proud. So that's that's which. Oh my gosh! If they only knew, if they could see where you're at, which they do, they see it. But like where you're at now, just I, I, we, I, I remember when I like first moved out here. That's I think when we got first acquainted, Mm -hmm. and then it's been a few years. And then seeing, you know, on social media, just like the level of success that you've reached. And like I said, the last thing that I remember was that you went to serve in the military, that you were going through training and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. So when I saw like, wow, like he's doing his own thing, he has his business now and and just everything that you're going through now, all the all the I like to say it's like favor. Um, I'm very faith based. So like the favor that you have covering you and and. And it's just flourishing now. And that's so beautiful to see, especially now to hear, which I wasn't aware of at all, just like your background and your story, um, how raw, how genuine. Like I said, it's the underdog story. Like you came from nothing, but you use that foundation, those principles that you were able to attain. And that's why you're killing the game right now. Yeah, it's, it's truly divine. Um, 
my process um, I believe God put me in these seats In these situations Because yeah. he knew I could handle them Now my the people that passed away I feel like those were the lessons That I needed to learn mm. They were hard lessons But I was, I'm here and they're not So I gotta make sure that I make the best Out of every opportunity that is brought to me yeah. Um, I'm a suicide advocate. Um, um, so my one of my cousins, the one that died before my my uncle, he yeah. he committed suicide. So I'm sorry. It was a uh, it was a hard. That was that was like my brother. It wasn't really like my cousin. It was more like my brother, my son. Like that was my first son. Yeah. So I didn't really. I was drinking a lot. I didn't know how to deal with it. Um, my uncle, he told me it was like, look, man, that's when he gave me that speech. Like, look, you hurt. I get it But basically Get yourself together Because the world You're still going to have to go to work you still got a son Yeah you still got to do what you got to do So pull your pants up Wipe They'll put that bottle down And let's, let's, let's push forward Wow And that's a part of my process Never let A negative thing Dictate your future So If something happens Yeah it's okay to grieve But grieve And then Get to it Let's get back to the process where would you say you're at right now? Just like everything that you've been through and just like the level of success that you've reached now and, and you're able, for instance, uh, not putting too much information out there, folks, but, you know, he just bought an amazing, gorgeous home with his wife and, and his beautiful family. And Thanksgiving is this week and you're actually hosting Thanksgiving. Um, the in-laws are in town, the whole nine. So I, honestly... Dominique, taking a moment just to like reflect on where you're at right now and everything that's happening this week. I know it's probably stressful and stuff, but <laughs> where where do you feel you're at right now? Where where's your mind? Where's your heart? My mind and my heart is always on my wife and my kids. So um, I'm blessed to be. This is the first time I've ever like I I did so much in two years. So hosting Thanksgiving. Making sure, like, telling my mom not to work. Um, I told my wife to stop working. Wow. Um, you know, having my son a lot more, my oldest son, them growing up together was something that I really wanted. So I pushed that. Um, you know, dealing with fatherly duties and, you know, being a husband first, should yeah. I say. I'm a husband first and I'm a father next because if my wife isn't good, then the house isn't good. That's true. The kids aren't. So, you know, a lot of people may say that you shouldn't do that, but my wife is going to be here. Everybody kids, works for, yeah. Yeah, my kids, when they, they leave me, they're going to leave me. And yeah. I'm going to be here with my wife. So, you know, um, I, I look at things from a different uh, different lens. Um, you know, I have faith, you know, nothing that is thrown at me. I don't think God put me in that seat to fold. He's testing me for something else that's coming. Yes. And so I always preach, stay with the process. Like he, you never know how close you are to your breakthrough. I remember when I first got my first scrum job, I cried Aww. because I went from 60, 60 K to one fifteen. Wow, yeah. I would cry too. <laughs> Gosh, that was my first job. I tell, I, especially know. at our age, you know, like and then so coming from someone that dropped out of college, come from somebody that you know came back home from mm -hmm. from the military with. You know, experiencing what you experienced out there, I can only imagine, and and having that change of pace, not only for you but for your boys. Yeah, I went through so much. Like I thought I was going back. I thought wow. I was going back to Afghanistan. I thought I was going back to a war zone, and I wasn't. I won't. 
uh, afraid of that, but I didn't want to leave my wife. I didn't want to leave my, it's different, my son. Yeah. So I know I, I was. T- I told my CO and my XO. They asked me if I was going to extend my contract. I said no. I'm not. I'm going to do. I'm, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And when I got that offer letter, <laughs> um, I I was on an interview that morning. And I told my wife, I was like, I think I did good. And she was like, you all, yeah, you did, you did good. But see, the thing was, I was taking interviews and I was bombing them. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but that. Because you just finished your training yeah. and now and now you're getting your feet wet. You're getting mm-hmm. going through the interview processes. And so your first job as a scrum master, that was how much you were making? $115,000 wow. annually. And I told my wife, like, you know, this is this is what I'm going to do. Was it what you thought it was? Like after going through the training, did you feel prepared or were you like, am I capable of doing this? Cause at least my mindset, I'm like, man, if I didn't go to college and I didn't really like study this and I'm not like an expert, I would be so scared. And this is me being very transparent. I would be so scared to like jump into an area or an industry that I'm not as knowledgeable in. But I, I mean, like you said, you paid for training, so you had some time devoted to it, but I would still be intimidated, you know? Yeah, and and that goes to, you know, when I came back home from Afghanistan, I was just like, I could, I made it. Like, nothing, I'm afraid of, I'm not afraid of anything anymore. Mm. I survived war. So, me coming home and trying new things, I felt like I could do anything. I was invincible because I made it back here. The scariest moment, and it's a little segue, the scariest moment, and um, that whole process was not going there, mm-hmm. not being there. But when you get on your flight to come home, yeah, because you don't know what's about to happen. Like you're so close to like leaving. Wow. And now you're like, so many thoughts go through. Like, what if my plane gets shot down? What if uh, you know? What if wow. I don't make it? Uh, you know, it's like, you know, it's just like, okay, if I get here, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. And um, I did. So oh, look at that. God bless you with a wife, a beautiful child, an amazing career, mm-hmm. a house. You drive a great car. <laughs> like you're just I'm so proud of you, man. Like I know Thank we've you. never been like super Thank close. You. Like I said, we've only been acquainted, but mm-hmm. like I'm so proud of you because I love seeing people that that like I said, beat the odds and like make something of themselves and then they go for it. They're not scared. Yeah. All I, only thing I could say to everyone that's wondering about taking that leap. If you never jump, then you're going to stay on that sideline. So, like I said, the hardest thing for me was coming home because I didn't know, but I still got on that plane. I wasn't going to let anything hinder me from making it back home to my family. So, if you want to change your life, if you want to, you know, start believing in the process and believing in yourself, because that's what it really is. You invest into yourself. Then, you know, take that leap no matter what it is. It, It doesn't have to be with me. It could be whatever you've been thinking about starting that business, um, asking that girl out or, you know, anything that you feel passionate about, then do it. Because if you don't, you're going to look up and you're going to be 50. <laughs> I'm 50 years old. I'm 50. And now I'm, uh, <laughs> let me just go to sleep. Like, yeah. you don't want to sleep your life away. Yeah. Get up, train. Because I'm, I'm big on training. I get up at 3.30 every morning. I go wow. to the gym. Every morning I get up at 
That's how millionaires are made. That's how you always hear that. You see that all over social media. People that have very successful careers, they have a very like strict schedule and they use their time in those 24 hours wisely. You have to. Take advantage. If you don't, then somebody else is out there hungry. They're trying to get it. And when you're sleeping, they're eating. Like Mm. they're, they're putting that time and they're implementing their process. They're reading. They're they're running they're they're trying to do things that you're not trying to do yeah don't fall behind so that's that's my word of advice for everyone out there that's wondering i love that man listen dominique holiday the holiday process you guys really <laughs> just heard it and and now if if you want to connect with dominique you know uh d we're gonna have all your information on our website mm-hmm. um on wnct.com as well as you know the links to his website as well as his link tree so if you want to connect via social media um linkedin all of that and if, if someone is interested even joining you know the industry that you're in and and because they probably hear the success that you've had um, what's what, what steps should they take? So the best steps to contact me is to go through my link tree. But I have a call every Sunday at seven o'clock to seven thirty Eastern Standard Time. Um, you could look at my link tree. It's called Scrum. So it's um, Intro to Holiday Systems, and it's in parentheses Scrum. So you could book whatever Sunday you want. Um, I go through what Holiday Systems is, Holiday Systems Inc. is, and what we offer. Right now, we're offering Scrum training, but it'll be other things that we offer later on. So every three months, we will be changing the the dynamic of the discussions. Yeah, So like the curriculum. Yeah, so we will be, you know, moving forward. But the earlier you get in, because the, the my price isn't really dictated off of trying to make money. Yeah. Because people are charging an arm and a leg. Yeah. I've seen it. Yep, <laughs> like I've seen it. Three thousand dollars for just fundamental training. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm only charging three hundred dollars, but you know I have cyber cyber Monday is coming up, so yeah. I'm giving this. I'm basically giving it away for free for a hundred dollars for the the basic uh, fundamental training. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you don't have to pay for. I don't. I don't. I'm not looking for money. You know, but time is money, so I can't sure. waste my time. But you know. If you ever want to change your life, then, yeah, or just or just talk to me one on one. You can schedule one on one through my link tree as well. Yeah, that would be awesome. Even if somebody needs, like, maybe it's a young guy that's listening and, and they need a mentor. Yeah, because they see you doing your thing. So, oh yeah, and Cool Kids Nation. Um, that's my nonprofit. I'm trying to bring tech into the school systems. I just yes. came from an esports summit where they're trying to integrate gaming into schools. Love and I think it. It's a it's a great idea kids love playing games for sure why not learn while you're playing the game i agree (laughs) i agree listen dominique thank you so much for taking the time to come out because i know you're a busy man the holidays the in-laws are in town so all right and you already know it's the ngq podcast make sure to tune in next time you guys stay blessed